Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. This episode is brought to you by Angie, Estimate Rocket, and Paint Supply. Welcome to the Women in Paint podcast. I'm your host, Michael Cheney. I am also the owner of No Drip Painting, where we're changing lives through paint. And boy, do I have a show for you today. I've got not just one, but three ladies on with me today. I've got Danny from Minnesota. I've got Karen from Texas and Tyranny right here from the good old Buckeye State with me. Ladies, thank you for joining me today. Thanks, Michael. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. I'm excited about this. So, um, First, you know, kind of what we're going to talk about today is working with your spouse. All of you work with your husbands, um, and between all three of you, you have a lot of children, so we'll touch on all of that. Um, But, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is uh, what it's like even just having a business partner. Um, So, Danny, maybe you want to kick this off for us. Uh, You know, you have a soundboard, which is also your husband, but what's it like just having a business partner and and operating this uh, with a partner. Uh. <laughs> um, it is, you know, I I love it. I know you you were saying that you um, there's advantages to being by yourself and and getting to make a final call and decision by yourself, but. Um, I love at the end of the day that we get to celebrate wins together um, when we have really hard days or hard months or hard seasons. Like I have someone to go that through that with me. Um, yeah. The decision-making um, can be hard at, <laughs> and like this, but uh, I wouldn't have it any other way really. Yeah. So, you know, what we were kind of talking about is my experience as a business owner is, is doing this on my own. And it does have some advantages, right? But it's also pretty lonely. Um, and you know, folks kind of talk about being uh, on the entrepreneurial roller coaster and how it can be lonely and all these ups and downs. Um, so it sounds like you still have, uh, you know, some of the ups and downs. You just have a, a great soundboard. Um, Karen, down there in Texas, uh, you're doing uh, residential commercial work. You work with your husband. You have four girls. Uh, talk to us about kind of your setup and what, what y'all do with your business, uh, down there in Texas. Um, so as far as like what we specialize in, we do, uh, interior and exterior work. We, um, do residential and commercial. We mainly focus on residential, kind of like what Danny was saying too, as far as like the going into the commercial side, um, we do have some smaller jobs, not too big. Um, but as far as like our setup, I run more of the administrative side of the business and my husband's out in the field, which um, when it comes to decision making, that can be um, pretty tough to navigate, uh, especially because I, I'm looking at it in the perspective of like, does this make sense financially for our business where he's out there like, no, we just got to get it done. You know? So um, I think that that is one of the things that we 
are constantly working at. And if you ladies have a system down that you know is really <laughs> working for you and your spouse, please feel free to share. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much how we do. Yes, we have a lot of kids. We have four girls. And even just navigating that on a day-to-day basis, I think for us has been just clear communication and constant communication. Like I can tell my husband like, Hey, we have like today we have soccer. Right. And I told him yesterday, but this morning I made sure I told him in the morning and right before he walked out of the house, I was like, Hey, don't forget we have soccer. Right. So, And I'm sure I'll send him another text like after lunchtime. <laughs> um, but yeah. My, our girls are involved in so many things. So even that um, kind of comes down to just, communicating effectively and constantly to be able to make sure that we are all aware of what's going on within our business. And then also within, you know, all the activities that we have on a day-to-day basis with our kiddos. Right on. Tierney, what is your role in your business? Yeah. So um, I kind of fill in the role a lot like Karen does where I'm more on the administrative type side, um, a lot more in the marketing world, because that's a little more of my background is sales and marketing. Um, Every once in a while, I'll go out to a client's house or a potential client's house and, you know, do some pre work there, do some bidding type stuff. Um, But I'm also primarily home with our kids too. So um, that's another huge aspect of what our family life looks like. So it's fitting in all of that other stuff while we're homeschooling, while we're doing the activity runs all the time. Um, And then while we're, you know, also involved in our local church pretty heavily. So um, our schedules are full, um, but we are happy. We love what we're doing. um, And we're so, it's exciting to be able to do it together because there was a period of time where we were not working together and Mm -hmm. um, it, is when you're that busy and you're not able to work together for us, it, we just felt very disconnected. So um, this, although there's definitely challenges with it, it's definitely brought us back together more. So I would say. Very good. So here's my first thought. You touched on communication a lot, Karen, what tools do you use to communicate? And I'll give you an example. Remember, this is coming from someone who's not married, uh, who runs a business, you know, essentially by myself. And of course I have an amazing team, but like we do a lot of our communication through Slack. We try to limit the text messages because we don't want to overwhelm someone and distract them every five seconds. So how do you, Danny, we'll just start with you. Uh, how do you and your husband communicate about work related stuff? What tools, I don't know what, what's available for, for a setup like this. <laughs> oh, um, gosh. Uh, we try to be really, we try to be really intentional um, about our communication and how and when that's happening. Um, I think a lot of people assume since we're working together all day and every day that we're constantly communicating, uh, mm-hmm. but we are also in our, try to stay in our separate lanes. And, you know, like he's, he's sitting over here right now. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing, <laughs> but um we have we have our own our our own tasks every day um and then when we go home we don't typically honestly like i we try to have boundaries about talking about work all night and every day because we now we have kids and we have activities and friends and our own our own lives that we that we um try to upkeep as well um so it's really being intentional about okay what day are we going to sit and maybe have a work meeting or maybe we you know, we try to have um, date nights, like, is this going to be a working date night? Or is this going to be a no work date night and an us date night? 
Um, but otherwise we're, we're talking and we're trying to be trying to yeah. plan time aside to do that and be intentional. So it sounds like the boundaries are important. Karen, do you guys have some sort of boundary system uh, that allows you to check out and not talk about work all the time? I wish I would say, Danny, and we're doing the exact same thing, but we are. <laughs> it's not perfect. It's not perfect. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because I was in a Zoom yesterday. I don't know if, if you ladies were able to join um, with uh, another lady from Women in Paint, too. And I, that was one of the questions that I asked her as well, as far as mm. like having organization. And one of the things that she did tell me, because I shared with her, I said, you know, sometimes, um, it's like eight o'clock or like in the middle of the day um, at late at night, I'll remember about something and then I'll tell him, but we can never finish my sentence. Cause you know, we have, everybody's wanting their our attention. So then I completely forget. I mean, it just, it's just so not, yeah. um, we don't have a system is what I'm really trying to say. But one of the things that I am, and I talked to my husband about this yesterday. Um, she said, you know, we have a schedule. I think she, she works with her dad and she said, we have every Wednesday mornings, we put that in our calendar. So we meet every Wednesday mornings and we talk about everything invoicing yeah. current projects. And so one of the things that, cause she's very organized. So she shared some of her tools with me as well. And she said, you, you have to put it in your calendar and be intentional and be respectful of that time too. So if I'm ever booking any estimates, then I know not to book them on that specific time. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Danny, I think, yeah, like we, and I remember, I think it was, it was mentioned at the conference that anytime that you talk about work outside of your work hours, you just extended your work day, right? Mm -hmm. Every time I, I, we have a conversation about that. It could be in the car or it could be, you know, late at night. I'm like, oh my gosh, like technically I'm still working, <laughs> but I find <laughs> that as a business person, it's so hard, a business owner, it's so hard to just shut down. You know, it's hard to just say, I'm only going to talk about work from eight to five because mm -hmm. you have your partner there all the time. So it's just kind of like, Hey, even if you are sitting in, you know, dinner table and you're like, Hey, how was your day? It's going to lead to yeah. a, you know, a, a, a conversation about work. So I definitely need to get better at that though. Well, and you know what? I also think it's important to say that, um, cause Karen, you're like, well, Danny, I wish I had that system. But this is like all a work in progress, right? I mean, just for me, this is constantly telling to people, oh, you're doing that. You know what? I can apply it. This is really, and this is what I love about the Women in Paint mission is that it really is about sharing information, right? Um, if somebody finds something that works, yeah, let's share it and let's, uh, let's all see if we can, you know, make things better. Um, Tierney, do you guys have sort of a system that allows you to shut things off? I mean, you're, you're teaching school, you're raising kids, you're having more yeah. kids, you're involved in the church. What system do you guys have that, that lets you kind of keep everything in the, the right buckets? So we don't have a system. Um, and part of our challenge with not having a system is sometimes we don't communicate as much as we need to. Um, or we communicate at those off times when you're kind of just having that moment of like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. I forgot about that. And, you know, I can ask my husband when he comes home, oh, you know, what did you do today? And he'll say I did X, Y, and Z. Oh, yeah. And then I had to go to this house. And I sometimes, I, to be honest, I don't even know what he's talking about. Like, yeah, I don't remember. He's like, well, I told you. I'm like, hmm, were the kids involved? You know, so <laughs> it's sometimes it just, it doesn't stick. 
So for us, we actually were talking last night about being really intentional for this next year of having work meetings. Mm. And then, you know, obviously we're still going to continue talking about it throughout the day, but truly having that time where we can get all of the information out, where we can be intentional. You know, we've talked about bringing in a, you know, a teen for a morning a week and allowing us to just truly, you know, focus on the work that we need to get done because we're kind of at that point where we could sustain the way we are, but if we want to grow, we've got to change some things. So, and that's really, you know, we don't want to sustain. We want to have a bigger impact in our community and provide more for our kids. So. Right on. And I know the little bit that I know about Danny and Karen, I think we're all kind of in the same boat in terms of we're trying to grow our business, right? Um, do, do, does anyone else have anything to contribute on maybe even some of the challenge of, tr- of trying to grow um, and what that looks like and, and maybe even some changes you're planning on making for 2024 to help sustain your growth? Feel free to jump right in. Yeah, we have um, a pretty solidified plan. Um, we have our, our like our master business plan, and that will guide us um, on on kind of goals for numbers and everything um, next year. Uh, I think when it comes to working together, it's um, Ryan Ryan's personality. Um, he's he's more like the visionary and dreamer, um, and mm-hmm. I'm more like. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> scary. <laughs> um, but having um, uh, goals and numbers and a plan in place on paper that um, we can both and our whole team can see um, is such such a like a, a guiding light and um, yeah. um, springboard um, for all of our decisions and keeps us keeps us uh, working together um, in the same you know kind of a united front kind of a thing. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think it's important to talk about that planning because that happens at different stages in your business, right? Like if you're newly getting started, you probably don't have anything written down. All the plans are up here. And that still is probably been some, and somewhat the case when you even got a plan. But um, so I think that's important to mention. And, you know, when you do have a plan, then you get to follow the plan. You mm-hmm. eliminate the uh rash decision making you because then you can always fall back on the plan i like how you said it was a springboard danny yeah yeah and so i mean you still have the feelings involved but it is more of like (laughs) no let's look back to where we're at where we need to go and then we can kind of it helps make decisions smarter decisions together very good so it sounds like you guys have some good organizations that you're you're utilizing maybe some time blocking on your calendars for your meetings you've got your plan in place um, Karen Tierney, anything else that you think could be beneficial to help build out that plan or, or have you guys started thinking about your 2024 and have anything you want to share on that? Yeah. So I, Danny, I'm so glad you brought that up and, and, um, shout out to Sarah from, um, Austin. Cause she met with me on a zoom call and we talked for like maybe about an hour and a half. And that was my main thing with her because, as I transitioned from education to working full-time with my husband, um, I was like, okay, there's a lot of systems because I come from a world where there was a system for every single thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at, you know, our business and I'm like, okay, there's so many systems that we need to put in place, but it was kind of like, I didn't know where to start or what to prioritize. And definitely like looking at the numbers. Cause I'm kind of like Danny too. My husband's just like, oh yeah, we're going to hit a million 
in sales next year. And I'm like, well, um, that's going to acquire, like, we're going to need a salesperson. We're going to need to hire this and this. And so in numbers, when I'm running the numbers, I'm like, wait a minute, I think we might need to. And it's scary at times, you know? So meeting with Sarah really kind of opened that up because she was just with all her experience, you know, she's like, okay, let's pull your numbers. This is what you can do. This is what realistically your growth could be. And that was so awesome for me to be able to hear from somebody that is at a different level. And, you know, that's where we want to be. And for her to really just walk with me, literally like step-by-step, step, okay, this is what you do first. This is what mm -hmm. you want to prioritize. And then, um, her really being like a coach and showing me like, these are the numbers that you should probably have and, and breaking it down by month. I mean, it was just to me, that is what really pumped me up for 2024 mm -hmm. because I was kind of like, okay, I kind of have a game plan. So one of the things that we do want to do, and you know, we've been talking about it is being able to have somebody first to watch our kids and then, and us to be able to just take like literally like a whole day of, um, of just planning. And we have already kind of here and there. So I think when we go where we have an outline that I created of like the specific things that we are going to talk about so we can stay on topic. Um, and then also like, we we wrote kind of wrote down some of the goals that we wanted so moving in more specifically as to what is that really going to look like right so um but yeah that's kind of like the plan so i'm excited because i honestly going to like women in pain was such a blessing for me because i was navigating this and i'm like what do i do like where do i start and and having to be able to like i know danny and i spoke uh, when we were there and we talked about like just even our background in education and like working with our spouses and then meeting with with Sarah after the conference. And Michael, I know you and I kind of went back and forth on some emails. So mm -hmm. I've been active on that um, Facebook Women in Pain, uh, women in pain um, group to also kind of hear and read what other girls, other ladies are doing in, in this industry. So it's been very helpful. Yeah. And you know what? We do got to give a shout out to Sarah Ross. That's who you're talking about from Fresh Coat. Um, yeah, she's awesome. And she's a wealth of, of knowledge. And I've been able to connect with her as well. Um, Tierney, what do you what are your guys' plans for 2024? Do you feel like you've got a solid look at, at what you're trying to do? Um, so we are definitely the people that um, don't have it written down currently. <laughs> um, but I will say some of the things that we've learned over the last year have um, taught us that we there are areas that we need to slow down in before mm -hmm. we can speed up. Um, things need to be in place. You know, we had a situation with a subcontractor that didn't go as well as it should have. And looking back and trying to figure out what happened, we didn't have our expectations set up well enough. So, you know, it doesn't mean that we can't ever work with them again. It means that we need to have some conversations about what it looks like to work with us. Um, yeah. And that, that's huge for growth is to have those systems in place, have, you know, the verbiage that we want to communicate to subcontractors that we're working with or to our clients that we're working with, um, just to make sure that, you know, at the end of the day, everyone's happy and everyone's expectations are met all around. Um, we definitely need to break down some numbers. I'm actually more of the visionary, um, which when my husband left, the corporate world um, a couple of years back and said, Hey, I think we're going to do this full time. 
to me, that was scary because he's always been the one who's been super steady and allowed me to go out and pursue the, you know, big dreams and owning this and that and 10 other things that I had going on. Um, so really getting focused together uh, this last year has really been the first time. So um, it's been a great year and we are, we're looking forward to really just kind of setting up some of those parameters to actually have solid goals to hit and not just looking at the numbers and saying, okay, we did well. Is there, as, as you, as you ladies are talking, what keeps coming to my mind is, is there a time that working together like this is actually not good for the relationship? Now, obviously you've, you've gotten to a point where you're able to overcome that, but like, does it affect the relationship in a negative way? And if so, how do you overcome that? How do you get back on track? Does anybody feel like chiming in on that? Michael, if you would have asked me this, maybe like a Two weeks ago, I would have been like, don't work with your spouse. <laughs> um, I, you know, and it was funny because the email came in about, you know, doing the podcast and I was like, oh, what's the topic about? And it was that. And, I'm like, and I was talking to a girlfriend and I'm like, I don't think they want me. <laughs> um, because, uh, you know, I think, I think, and I, I, I always helped him kind of part-time, but now fully being full-time and spending so much time with him um, and talking like all day on the phone, it, it kind of has, and you know, if you got, if you ladies know of a better way to do this, then please share it. But one of the things is that I tend to, I guess, sometimes take things personal. So I can give you an example. So we had a, um, we advertise on Yelp, so sometimes we'll get leads through there too. And I had a lead come in, I think it was like almost 11 o'clock at night, right? And so uh, he was like, well, what time did that lead come? Because I'm on Sunday morning responding to the lead. And he said, and I was like, oh, I think it was like 11 o'clock at night. And he was like, well, remember, like, we have 10 minutes to, because, you know, we're all about, he's into podcasts and stuff. So he's like, well, we have 10 minutes to respond to that lead to be able to, the chances of us landing that job and blah, blah. And I'm like, and I said, it was at 11 o'clock at night. Like, I'm not going to respond yeah. at that time. And he made a comment <laughs> and he said something like, well, you're, you're on Instagram at 11 o'clock at night, you know? Mm. So I was like, <laughs> you know? And so it just bothered me the way that he yeah. said, but then it also like, you know, obviously, like my head just started going everywhere. And I was like, does he think I don't do anything? Does he think I'm mm -hmm. just on Instagram wasting time, you know? And so that caused like a friction. And it was just kind of like, it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm your wife. Don't you talk to me that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess analyzing that situation, it's kind of like, I have to figure out Okay, I guess like definitely setting boundaries, right? Like, okay, this is this is what I would want. This is what I'm okay with. This is what I'm not okay with. Um, but at the same time, I think at that moment, like I said, it had we had this conversation, um, like two yeah. years ago, to be like, yeah, no, this is, don't do it, don't do it, ladies. <laughs> so first of all, Karen, I, first of all, I just love your humor and your approach to the whole conversation and and just your candidness. I love it. Um, does anybody else have anything to chime in? Like, how do you handle that? Because when I think of, so first of all, relationships are difficult without putting a business in there. I mean, let's just all acknowledge that, right? It takes a lot of work. Um, but it almost like gives you more uh, 
more groundwork, more reasons to have little uh, tiffs or, you know, little arguments. So how do you navigate that? It, it seems complicated. So enlighten, enlighten me, Danny. I feel like you've got something to say over there. <laughs> well, when you first asked this, I was like, well, you know, one of our goals is to go to couples therapy here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, honestly, like that, that's, that's been a goal of ours this year. We haven't gotten around to it, but it's, it's still like at the top of our list because it, it is, it's, you have to, um, it's hard. It, I mean, it's a fucking truth. It's just hard. Um, yeah. And I, I think what came to mind was, I, I kind of always say, like, we don't, respecting each other's, like, differences, knowing what your differences are, knowing how you communicate, um, knowing what makes you tick, knowing, um, you know, I know that I need to give, like, Ryan some time to, to process and respond to things and to think about things. Um, where I'm more of a, like, a little bit more of a spitfire. And he knows that about me. And that can come across as, like, aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just know that about each other. And then I would say, I would just say, like, we don't always have to agree, but we need to be on the same page. Um, so if there's a decision that maybe I don't agree with or that he doesn't agree with, we'll just say straight up, like, all right, I don't really agree with that, but I trust in you. And I'm on the same page. Let's do this. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And if it works out, great. Um, so that's something that I've been, I've learned a lot this this year as we've, you know, tried to try to solidify things and and grow. Right. Lots lots of compromise. Tyranny, I see you over there shaking your head every yeah. now and then. So I feel <laughs> like you've got you've got some good info for us. So prior to my husband and I working together, um, I owned a boxing gym with another business owner and. Um, when this business, when my other business partner and I would have a disagreement, my husband was the one that I could go to in frustration. Mm. And now that we are business partners, there's no going to him in frustration when I'm frustrated with him. Um, You know, it's, which honestly has probably saved a lot of our relationship because it prevents the gossiping from happening. It prevents that, that buildup of that angry energy that you get Mm. from truly just gossiping. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a better word for it, but that really is what it is. You know, I, I have a couple girlfriends that, you know, can be my sounding board when I really do need to have a conversation about a frustration that I just feel like I'm not working through well with my husband, but they're both people that don't feed into it, which I think is mm-hmm. super, super important. Um, to just be able to come back and say, okay, like we have to work through some things and we need to um, get on the same page. And for me, I need to let him be the decision maker. Um, Like Danny said, I am more of that quick, quick, quick. Like I made a decision yesterday and the person that I'm waiting to respond to me hasn't responded yet. And it is driving me absolutely nuts. And it made me think, like, am I responding to our customers that quickly? Mm. You know, would I be at 11 o'clock at night responding to somebody? Because that's basically what I'm expecting this other person to do for me. Mm. Um, So that taught me a lot. But also, my husband processes much slower than I do. And he's usually more of that sound processing. So to let him have that time that he needs to make the decision, even if he comes to the same decision that I already gave him, I have to just be calm and okay with that and let it happen. Um, that's 
honestly just been a big piece of it is, you know, figuring out where I can fill in those gaps for him um, because he is the one out in the field every day doing the physical work. Whereas, you know, I am doing more of the home front type work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. That's great advice. Um, so we're already nearing to the end of this episode. And I also want to say that I think we've only scratched the surface on this topic. <laughs> there will be more to come. Um, but one question I ask everybody when we wrap up is, uh, and Karen, I'll just start with you, um, is what do you do on a regular basis to take care of Karen so that you can show up for this business, you can show up as your as your husband's business partner, take care of your four girls. What do you do for yourself so that you stay motivated and you can show up every day? Oh my goodness. Um, I, I am going to be really honest because I, you know, I was a counselor and I know self-care is very important, but quite frankly, I think I have neglected that part of, of, you know, for myself. Um, Mm -hmm. I started, working for my husband full-time because I find that I honestly don't have time. However, I know that I can make time for it, you know? And one of the things that I used to do a lot was um, I like to read. So I used to, you know, read books that were completely different. Like I, I like leadership books and those are fine, but I want, you know, I wanted to do something that was not, it was completely different from what I always do on a day-to-day basis. So I honestly haven't, but that is one of my personal goals to definitely be better at next, next year, because I think it's just been, and I, and I find that even as women and wives and, you know, business owners, we really do neglect that part. And it's mm-hmm. so important to keep your sanity together, especially when you have, you know, like I can't imagine homeschooling as well too, you know, that's rough. So um, I don't have like a good answer and I'm sorry, but if no, we- and, and that's okay because I mean, the other thing, hopefully what this group does is, is it empowers each of us to think about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's actually one of the missions of the group. Um, which is why at the uh, the event in Nashville, why there were some of those touches with a sound bath and and those things that really sort of catered to that. And I will tell you firsthand, Karen, um, I neglected myself for years and it got so bad that I had this back pain, uh, chronic back pain for uh, about five or six years. And it got so bad, it, st- it stemmed up through my neck like literally was destroying me. And it was because I was not taking care of myself while I was running this business. And, um, you know, you kind of hear the analogy of, you know, you get hit by, um, you know, a feather first, and then you get hit by a pillow, and then you get hit by a Mack truck. Well, when I got hit by the Mack truck is when I finally decided to listen. Um, And so for the last year and a half, two years, everything that goes on my schedule first, um, I'm a big time blocker with my calendar. It's everything that I need. Um, And I will tell you that when I wasn't taking care of myself, um, that was my lid that I was putting on the business. And I didn't realize it until I got a peek of what it looked like when I could lift that lid, start taking care of myself. And then that's really when the true growth of the business, my personal growth and things like that started to take place. So hopefully if anything, and we'll hear what Danny and Tierney have to say on this topic, but it's really about empowering each of us to take the time and um, and try to eliminate that excuse that we always give of I don't have time because the truth is if you don't make time your body the world 
uh, God, whatever you want to call it, is going to shut you down and make you take the time. Um, Danny, what can you share? How do you take care of yourself so that you can keep showing up and, and build this amazing business you guys got going on? Uh, well, thanks for sharing that, Michael. I like, I have a, a story related to that a little bit, just when I used to work in special ed before doing this and, um, same, I was getting burnt out and I wasn't listening. And I just thought like, I'm just going to keep pushing through, keep pushing through, keep pushing through. And I ended up having a, a massive, like paralyzing panic attack under my desk one day at work. And I couldn't walk back in the building after that. And so that was like my like, yeah. Hey, are you fucking listening <laughs> from from the universe or from God or whatever you want to call it? To like, yeah, I need to make some changes here. Um, so here I am. Um, but day to day, I yeah, I definitely try again to be intentional with little things. Like, I, a schedule is super important to me. I know I need that um, as my part of my personality. I block off. Uh, I work out every day. Um, Ryan does it too. That's like start to my day every day. Um, I get my nails done every other week. That's my like, <laughs> that's my little me time uh, for an hour. And um, aside from that, I really, really love um, scheduling time with my girlfriends and doing like little getaways and trips, either with Ryan or the girls or my girlfriends. And that's like, that's, that's my sanity. It keeps me going um, once a month. Yeah, love it. Terry, how about you? What do you do to uh, take care of yourself so you can keep showing up? Yeah, so um, every day I make sure that I start my day um, in my Bible. Um, and I had to reframe that because so many times um, women talk about like, we have this quiet time to start the morning. And I had a friend ask recently and about a group of 15, I mean, ages ranging from 21 to great grandparents, women said, how do you find time for this quiet time? And I don't think there is a quiet time. I think it's seasonal. I can get up at six in the morning and sometimes my kids get up at six in the morning. I can get up at eight in the morning and sometimes they won't wake up till 10. So it's very up and down. And my quiet time has just had to become my Bible time where it's okay if it's interrupted. It's okay if my kids need me to get breakfast in the middle of while I'm trying to read a, a scripture. Um, but that is the time that is sacred to me, whether it's interrupted or not, that I set my focus for the day. Um, I can get connected with God for the day and kind of continue moving forward throughout the day. Um, I've started to reincorporate working out, which is great because being five months postpartum, my daughter asked me, mom, when is your belly going to go away? I was like, mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Um, when you let me work out is when it's going to go away. So um, just being intentional about the time that I'm spending. And even that, I mean, my kids were working out with me yesterday and um, just kind of reframing all of that where it's just not the same as what it was before. I don't get to, you know, walk away because my husband's working from home and go to the gym in the middle of the day because I have mm -hmm. somebody there to take care of the kids. Like it's on me at this point. So how can I get to that point where I am okay doing all the things and my kids are just incorporated in life and you know they're learning life skills throughout the day so that really helps me is kind of reframing all of that yeah very good i love the perspective on reframing i know that's difficult right all the mind work all the the things we have to do to change our perspective 
but yeah, I love that. Thanks for sharing. Uh, before we wrap up, anybody else have anything to share? Shall we give Karen some tips on how to take care of herself? <laughs> Danny, I'm going to go get my nails done today. <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> Put it on your uniforms on Pro Custom. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need a self-care line in your budget for 2024. Maybe just right. Put it on your calendar so you don't so you don't miss it. There you go. Well, ladies, listen. Thanks for joining me. I hope that this is the first of many conversations to come and many more connections to be made. Uh, last but not least, I have to mention if you're not following us on our Facebook page, Women in Paint, please do so. We do have the uh big event coming uh in orlando and that is at the end of march um danny are you going to the expo end of february yes end of february yes Jeez. yes, we, yes. We, we will be there yes end of february um yeah we will be there as well so uh yes ladies thanks for joining me and we've got one more episode in the books until next time peace awesome. out thank Bye. you so much michael Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.